Welcome to Education Matters, presented by the Public School Forum of North Carolina. I'm your host, Marianne Wolf. Through the work of my future NC, the state of North Carolina has set an ambitious goal for 2 million North Carolinians to have a high quality post-secondary credential or degree by 2030. Today, we will hear more about what opportunities exist in our communities and schools and what we need to do as a state to move closer to achieving this goal. I'd like to welcome to the show J.B. Buxton, the president of Durham Technical Community College and Cecilia Holden, president and CEO of My Future NC. Thank you both so much for being here. Thank, Thank you. you, Marianne. Cecilia, I'd love to start with you. Our state has put forth a bold goal for 2 million North Carolinians to have high quality certifications or post-secondary degrees by 2030. Will you share more about what this means and why it's so important for our state? North Carolina has a skills gap crisis that my future NC is trying to solve. We're working with strategic partners across the state. I'm thrilled to have JB on here with us. Obviously, the community colleges are a core center of our goal, as well as our uh, districts, the workforce. We are the only organization in the state that's focused on early education all the way through to the workforce. Um, through the work of a commission based on data and research, it was determined that in order for us to meet the workforce demands that North Carolina has, both now and moving into the future, we were going to need this 2 million by 2030. That's to have 2 million North Carolinians between the ages of 25 and 44 that would have a high quality credential or post-secondary degree by the year 2030. Uh, when you look at it from the business lens, first, workforce talent is the number one differentiator when businesses are trying to decide where they're going to locate. So for existing businesses, we've got to have the workforce talent, but also for those looking at coming into the state, that's an economic development driver. Um, in terms of the individuals in our existing communities coming out of the pandemic, educational attainment is the short-term recovery strategy. It's the long-term resiliency plan for the state's economy. Uh, data shows that individuals with credentials or college degrees can earn as much as two to three times as much as somebody with a high school degree or less. Equally as important in that, in terms of the state's resiliency plan, individuals with a high school degree or less were three and a half times more likely to be unemployed during this down economy. So education is the gateway to economic prosperity for our citizens. It's also the path for upward mobility so that um, meeting the goal is critical to everybody's ability to maximize their full potential and also to have you know, just an opportunity for everybody to, um, to prosper. Well, thank you so much. And JB, I know that you took on your role as president of Durham Tech last summer, but you bring significant experience as does Cecilia from K-12. So I'd love to hear more about why community colleges are so important to North Carolina overall, and especially in regard to the goal that Cecilia just discussed. You know, I think if you grew up in North Carolina, you're aware that the community college system is a place, whether you're a high school student looking to get a jump start on your college education and make it more affordable, you can attend class, whether you're coming out of high school and that becomes your first post-secondary opportunity, whether it's the place that's going to connect you to a four-year, or if you have a four-year degree and you're coming get back to get uh, a different credential, or even if you're later in life and looking to reskill and make a transition in the economy, it's a comprehensive system. If you didn't grow up in North Carolina, you, you often think of a community college as a junior college or a transfer institution. The workforce orientation of the community college system in North Carolina is particularly important starting early in high school and then later as folks are looking to reskill. So the connection of the community college system 
not just to educational aspirations, but kind of vocational aspirations and what employers need in a shifting economy. And I think the thing that's incredibly important about that at this moment, when we talk about a shifting economic landscape and just shifting, not just in terms of COVID, but automation and AI, the community college system is especially adept at being nimble and transitioning the program offerings and degrees and credentials it provides to match what the labor market demand looks like in the state. Cecilia, you mentioned the My Future NC goal includes more than just college degrees. I wonder if you would share more about what career pathways would count towards the goal for students, especially those who we know are trying to decide what to do post high school. We are focused on having the right credentials or degrees. And so when you hear our goal, um, the estimates are out there that we would basically have around seven and a half percent that's based on Lumina data that would actually be non-degree credentials, high quality credentials. You've got uh, a lot of your trades are requiring some level of credential. And so if we can focus on those, our community colleges are very well equipped to provide that as well as other training providers um, in terms of the types of career pathways. Uh, many of these can begin in high school. And so some barriers to success are often the affordability. And how can we drive awareness? Well, it, you know, our counselors are critical to the success of our students, both in high school and then also transitioning over to any education after high school. Lots of pathways exist. It might be you getting a two-year degree through your um, cooperative innovative high schools, also known as early um, colleges. It might also be a credential that you get through your career and technical education programs. If you can position these students to earn even college credits in high school, it positions them to have a more affordable opportunity moving forward. So counselors can work with the students, raise awareness, not just with them, but also with the parents, because there's value there. In terms of what we can do to also raise awareness to meet the affordability issue, um, some things that we're doing, we've been focused on a FAFSA campaign. We're trying to increase the number of students who are completing the FAFSA. Why do we care? Research shows that for students who complete the FAFSA, they then see all of a sudden, wait a minute, I've got thousands of dollars that can apply to college. So they see college as an affordable opportunity for them too. So if we can raise awareness around that, I think that we can show them that college can be for them. It's not just for somebody who has, you know, tighter purse strings. Um, we've left, I think there's an estimated $107 million on the table in 2020 based on the number of students who didn't complete the FAFSA see college as affordable and therefore go on to some sort of post-secondary. JB, I know that community colleges often do partner with K through 12 districts and schools and universities to really support students. Could you share what that might look like um, in our communities? Sure, and let me be very specific to Durham Tech to give you some real life examples. So Durham Tech, like a, every community college in the state offers career and college promise courses, dual enrollment, some folks know. so. Students can begin taking courses while they're in high school. We also have, uh, thanks to some county support, college liaisons that work directly with all the high schools in Durham and Orange County. So while COVID is not allowed, in-person embedding in our high schools prior to COVID and post-COVID, we have individuals who work directly in our high schools with our students and our counselors on post-secondary opportunities at Durham Tech. We also have a middle college that works with 11th and 12th graders who are 
uh, intentionally working towards a credential or associate's degree or an associate's of applied science. Lots of community colleges in, the, in this state run early colleges where students start in ninth grade. And I, and I think what's important about what Cecilia just talked about in terms of the early opportunities are really the opportunities to put together a career pathway very early that build on what the state already has as a policy foundation with Career and College Promise to begin moving towards credentials and degrees that you can obtain while you are getting your high school education. And to me, as we're moving forward, it's not really a question of uh, community college or four year. It's a question of are you gonna do it residentially or are you gonna get your degree while you're in high school and then bleeding into some ongoing training that'll probably be through a community college. There's just not really an option in this economy for folks not to get skilled beyond a high school degree. Question is, where do you want to start in the workforce and what credential do you think you need to move? And I'm always amazed at all of the opportunities and certainly awareness is a big part of that in this work of counselors and others are, are just critical. Um, one of the things that you all have talked a lot about are just the importance of partnerships in all of this work. And I would love to hear from both of you about how educators, students, and business can work together to develop pathways and learning models. On the K-12 through two and four year, we've got some really grooved pathways. I mean, between the early colleges, whether it's at a four year or a two year, and the kind of articulation agreements we already have. I mean, many North Carolinians don't know that if you get your associate's degree, you are automatically a junior at one of our four-year universities, state universities. So you have a clear pathway to, to a, a four-year degree building on the two-year with us. I think where the employers come in, and we have lots of good examples of this as well, is where they're involved with high schools and community colleges in pre-apprenticeships or with community college directly in apprenticeship programs, work-based learning, internships, you name it, where students are getting not just an opportunity to experience, but to begin to do real work, add value for an employer while they're getting that credential degree that's important to an employer and then moving out into the workforce. So the role of employers to put some skin in the game with us when it's important to their bottom line and to their talent work is gonna be important. And we're gonna need to go from a few shiny examples to a system at scale where that kind of work, we, are, we already see it in place in the triangle and beyond in the skilled trades, a little bit here and there in IT and life science, that just needs to become part of the fabric of what we call education. When you look at the apprenticeship model, it is a paid experience. Um, it's a way for companies to tailor the training for future employees. Uh, and then also the key for the employer is the retention rate, the loyalty that you get from these employees is significant. So it lowers the training cost for the turnover that you might otherwise see. Win-win. We know the Leandro Commission focused on post-secondary attainment and our legislature has also supported the development of this goal. And given that support, what do we need to do as a state to make this goal more viable? Certainly all the work that My Future NC is directly aligning with, and we're, um, you know, we're, we're trying to increase post-secondary attainment. That is our mission. And so while the work is state-led, it has to be locally driven um, to achieve the goal. It's gonna be critical that we not only align our education workforce systems at the state level, but that the locals are also focused on this at the local level as well. Uh, we have a number of policy recommendations that we're championing this session with the General Assembly and all of these will ultimately help to increase post-secondary attainment. Um, so, you know, 
focus on our policy recommendations, that's one step forward. When I think of Leandro, I think about the 97 Supreme Court decision, which laid out the four requirements for a sound-based education, not any specific program or, or initiative. And so ultimately, to me, if you, if you boil down to one metric is, do our high school graduates have preparation for uh, essentially credit-bearing courses in our community college university system? Are they prepared to succeed where they go next? And to me, we're at a moment where we've got to rethink the delivery system. So it is not high school, community college, university. It is about students and the credential or degree they're going to get. And that means we're going to have to, especially in the community colleges, think about a much more integrated delivery system with our high schools where you can't really pull it apart. And it looks like two systems as one. Thank you both so much for being here and for all you do every single day. It's great to see you. Thank, Thank you. you Thanks for the Thanks, forum. JB. Thanks, Cecilia. After the break, we will be joined by Dr. Jeff McDerris, the Superintendent of Transylvania County Schools to continue this discussion. Education Matters is brought to you each week in part by Town Bank, serving others, enriching lives. Joining us now is Dr. Jeff McDerris, the Superintendent of Transylvania County Schools. Thank you so much for being here today. It's great to be here. It's good to see everyone. It is, it's so nice to see you. Jeff, as a superintendent in a rural school district, why is the post-secondary attainment goal so important for you and your community? North Carolina is, a, is considered a very rural state. I know sometimes perhaps when we're on the roads, we might not think that, but I think we're second only to Texas uh, in terms of being a rural uh, state. So our rural counties like, like mine, uh, it's is imperative from an economic development standpoint for our state's uh, economic future to be, be as broad-based as we possibly can. And so when you, when you think about those post-secondary attainment goals, um, it, it's, it is a little bit, uh, not to, to sound campy, but it's like Field of Dreams. If you build it, they will come. And we want our students to, to be as well-prepared for wherever they, they work, uh, because overall it's going to enhance our state. And we know that many of our students in our rural areas, they may not stay in our particular county, but we know that they're going to be in a, uh, working in a regional basis. And so we feel like we're building the, 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 the social and working infrastructure, if you will, of our regions. Well, and I know this is a big priority for you and has been in your role as superintendent. And I wonder if you could share a little bit more about some of the opportunities that are available for the students in your district. Well, in, in, in my district, we, we try to look at several things. We obviously look at our, our local uh, job market. But we also look at the regional job market. And that region actually can expand a little bit. We're about <clears throat> two to two hours and a half uh, from Charlotte uh, area, which, of course, is, is growing. But we're very close to the Greenville metro area just south of us. Um, and so in the Asheville metro area, uh, just our neighbor next to our north is, is growing by leaps and bounds. So we try to look at the regional job market. And we, we obviously have had a lot of success in our career technical education programs with our construction trades um, and some of the related um, uh, work with that, such as in, in architectural design, et cetera. But we're also seeing as we work with our students, we have, we have strong programs in health occupations uh, with a large retirement population here in the mountains. We know that there's a definite need for that. And even in our areas such as in graphic arts, um, 
you know, many students are working in fields now that are related to promotion and advertising, working with different businesses. And certainly we have, uh, we have pre-engineering programs here as well. So we try, and we have business, business technologies programs. So we try to be very wide ranging and the opportunities for students to, you know, get into those areas that they're very interested in, to learn about areas that we hope that they will become interested in and to, to really increase their foundation so that in our region, they can, um, they can get good jobs. We need to remember that even though we're in a high travel and tourism in, uh, area, which certainly we have that in our marketing programs, we have to remember that manufacturing is not dead in Western North Carolina and it's not um, dead in, in, in any of North Carolina. It's coming back and it's high in manufacturing. And so we do try to have, we, we do have programs that uh, encourage students to go down that track. And we also have a very close working relationship with our community college, which really enhances those opportunities. You offer a great deal, um, but I'm also curious to get your thoughts on what do you think sometimes might get in the way of a student understanding how to access these pathways to college, high quality certifications and career, and what can we do to make that more seamless for students and families? Well, I think one of the things that, that we encounter um, surprisingly at first is that many students, um, they may not feel like they can afford to go to college and uh, for whatever reason. And, you know, certainly that's why the, the FAFSA completion is very important uh, in our efforts with My Future NC across our state because we want students to go ahead and complete that. They, they um I, I won't say they might be surprised. They are surprised. Uh, every single student has an opportunity. They can go to uh, a high quality two-year college, whether it be our great partner with Blue Ridge Community College or another community college, or they can go into to four-year or go into a transfer program. There are those opportunities for attainment, and that FAFSA is really a key step in that. So one of the things that we can do is you know, not only our schools, but also our parents and our business community is to encourage those students to fill out that FAFSA. Uh, there's sometimes some, some resistance for a variety of things, but a lot of times they just don't think that they can afford to go to college. And that's actually not very, that's not true at all. They can, there are opportunities about, that, are, that are everywhere. Um, that FAFSA is a key point. That's that starting point that really identifies where that help can come. As we get close to winding up here, I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit more about what you need as a district for your schools and your leaders and your students in order to do more of this. We know this is a Leandro priority, and I'm just curious about what as a state we can do to support districts like you. Quality calls. Um, you, you pay for quality, and uh, we, we're very fortunate here. We're well supported, um, and we're very much appreciative of that. But we have to understand two two different points. Number one, uh, it, it really is important for us to have those robust opportunities on the high school level, as well as a strong partnership with your local community college. That is critical. You've got to have that, and at the same time working with our business community. We work very closely with the Mountain Area Workforce Development Board to identify those opportunities. And so, you know, the public itself, just understanding, you know, what are those opportunities? But take the time to learn what they are uh, without assumptions and understanding that to be able to offer these types of opportunities, it, it requires resources. And, um, 
you know, that, that's just very important. I know sometimes it always seems to come back to that, but it's just a reality that, that um, quality is very important and that's what we try to strive for. Jeff, thank you so much for what you do every day for your students, your teachers, your families, your community. I always learn when I, when I get a chance to talk to you. Well, I appreciate the time. Um, I, you know, you're always welcome to come visit us in Transylvania County. We'd love to have you. I can't wait. And after the break, this week's final word. A very astute superintendent once shared with me that you can't finish college if you don't start it. He was referring to how he had built opportunities for his high school students to earn a significant number of college credits while still in high school to set them on a pathway to earning a degree or high quality credential. While this approach certainly made college courses more affordable, he also shared the importance of students seeing themselves as college students capable of completing the coursework successfully. North Carolina is working to ensure that more of our students and residents have a high quality post-secondary credential or degree, as post-secondary credentials and degrees are becoming increasingly important for our current and future labor market. The state of North Carolina, through My Future NC, has set an ambitious goal for 2 million North Carolinians to have a high quality post-secondary credential or degree by 2030. While we are making progress, we still have much to do. As of 2018, 1.3 million North Carolina residents held a post-secondary credential or degree. Making this goal a reality requires strategic investments and supports for districts, schools, and students. Here in North Carolina, only about one quarter of those who responded to a 2018 Education NC survey believe that their educational opportunities were well aligned with jobs available in their communities and about the same proportion believed that their educational opportunities provided avenues for gaining needed work skills and available jobs. Today, we heard from a variety of state education leaders that are doing that important work across North Carolina. My Future NC has been established to lead progress on this attainment goal. Cecilia Holden, My Future NC CEO and President, shared the emphasis on apprenticeships and North Carolina's first in FAFSA campaign which seeks to have more students on their way to being able to attend college in an affordable way. Community colleges have long been drivers of individual and community opportunities and economic prosperity. J.B. Buxton, the president of Durham Tech, shared with us today how the pathways from K through 12 districts to community colleges to four-year universities can be more seamless for students. We need to increase awareness and integrated supports so that students and families know what opportunities are available and how to access them. Transylvania County Superintendent Dr. Jeff McDerris shared the multitude of opportunities available to students through the career and technical education programs in collaboration with Blue Ridge Community College. He emphasized the opportunities for credentials and meeting the regional job market needs, as well as providing students with the chance to explore various careers through courses, internships, and apprenticeships. All of our guests shared the importance of the collaboration among K through 12 schools, community colleges and university, business and industry, local and state governments and communities to make this goal a reality. They also referenced the need to expand work-based learning models that help educators, students and businesses work together from internships to co-ops to on-the-job training programs to apprenticeships. Growing our understanding of what true apprenticeship opportunities look like increasing completion of the FAFSA as a gateway to attending college and investing in counselors in K through 12 schools are all critical components to attaining this goal and ensuring that all students in our schools have the opportunity to reach their potential. 
North Carolina has the capacity in people, partners, and resources to make the post-secondary attainment goal a reality, developing more seamless pathways for students and increasing awareness and access to them through our K through 12 schools will benefit our students and families across North Carolina, as well as ensure that our state has the workforce and human capacity we need to continue to have a thriving economy and communities. As that superintendent understood many years ago, we must help our students explore the possibilities and have access to career and college pathways. Thank you for taking the time to think and learn about education. That's all for today, and we will see you next week.